How do you stay healthy? Well, we can be talking about our, you know, our physical health by avoiding injury or sickness. It can, it can be our mental health, right? It can be our spiritual health. So today, let's, let's explore our physical well-being. How do we take care of ourselves? Or maybe, how should we take care of ourselves? You know, our family does depend on us, our jobs. You know, even God depends on us. You know, usually we, we focus on caring for our neighbors. And if we think about it, though, our, our culture respects those that helps others. And, there, and there's a, kind of like a negative thing about people that care only about themselves and their welfare. We think of them as being egotistical or self-centered. Well, we do know that the Bible says that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. So let's look at that statement for just a moment. Now, Jesus is recorded as saying those words, and he said it in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But he's also repeating what was said first by Moses about a thousand years before that in Leviticus. Now, this would be Leviticus uh, chapter 19, verse 18. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, the curious part about this statement, usually we focus on the care for your neighbor, love your neighbor part. But notice that it says, as ourselves, not instead of or better than. So just as ourselves. So it follows then it must be important for us to take care of ourselves. You know, it's kind of like when you, when you point the finger at somebody, you got three fingers pointing back at you, something like that. So we can take from that that we're supposed to care for ourselves not to the point of ignoring others but there's a balance here right because if we don't take care of ourselves then we can't help others so let's take just a moment and consider these discussion questions have you thought about god's call to love ourselves and then how do you balance caring for others versus caring for our own self You know, there's many places in the Bible that call for us to take care of ourselves. And so just one comes to us from Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 19. Do you not know that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit, and that you are not your own? For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. So Paul is telling us that our bodies belong to God, and that we need to take good care of them. So then the question becomes, how should we stay healthy? Well, you know, Solomon was reputed to be the wisest man that ever lived. Now, he said this in Proverbs chapter 3, starting at verse 21. Don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They will keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. So we learn from that that we need to be wise, we need to be careful, and we need to think, we need to discern about what we're doing. For example, we thought we finally had this, pan had this pandemic licked, and here we go again. So, so now what? Shall we ignore it? Kind of put our head in the sand and say, you know what, it's not an issue. Should we practice social distancing and just try to keep a little distance? Do we get vaccinated? Um, you know, there are a lot of opinions on what to do. Now, and they're usually strong opinions too at that. 
And then sometimes in this you'll hear someone say, well, if it's God's will, I'll get sick or, or God will protect me. And I thought it might be wise to explore some of the ideas around this. Because I think at one point the question becomes, should we be wise and discerning to be able to do the smart thing and then pray for wisdom and guidance and God's presence in our hearts? Or should we just take the position that we have no personal responsibility for our own welfare and it really doesn't matter what we do because God will take care of us? You know, I really think this, this is a tough question. It gets really at the heart of how we see God. And there's a lot of strong opinions about that too. But we do know for sure that we pray for God's protection. Solomon tells us to use wisdom and discernment. And you know, what, what strikes me is, Jesus told this parable, this story about the Good Samaritan. It's in Luke chapter 10. You know, this man was overcome by robbers and he was beaten and he was left for dead. Now, Jesus was kind of talking about who should be taking care of the man in this story, but he's, one thing Jesus was a master at was telling a story that people, common people, would relate to. They would understand, and so I take it from that that people got robbed and beaten on this, this particular road quite often, or more often than we'd like, let's put it that way. And that just underscores the fact, right, that we live in a broken and troubled world bad things do happen. Bad things happen to good people. Again, it's one of those tough things that we struggle with. But we do know this, God promises to be our constant companion and God does promise salvation, eternal life for us. But we do live in a world where God lets us make our own decisions. He's like a wise parent. He's, he, he sets everything up. He, he's standing by to give us advice, but he says, Junior, um, you got to make your own decision on this, right? Well, some of those decisions made by other people impact us, right? And so we live in a broken and troubled world. Now, another reference uh, in the Bible is, is about, well, we could put our hands in a nest of poisonous snakes and not get hurt. If only we have enough faith. <clears throat> well, that story is probably referring to Luke chapter 10, starting at verse 17. And this is where Jesus had sent the disciples out to uh, witness and do miracles to the glory of God. And so the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. And so Jesus responds by saying, see, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, nothing will hurt you. Okay, so let's think about that. now. The focus here uh, is on the fact that the disciples went and they did miracles to the glory of God. They were out there and they were witnessing to God, right? And so Jesus is in this moment of intense celebration. And so he's talking about this event, this thing that happened to the glory of God. And so when Jesus refers to the snakes and scorpions, he's referring to things that at that time would have been symbols of the evil one, of Satan. He's not thinking about our personal welfare and whether we were to walk over to a nest of snakes and stick our hand in there just to see what would happen. He's thinking about the glory of God. Now, I think we all would like some kind of guarantee of an easy life, right? That, that silver bullet or, or a magic pill or whatever that, that you know, life is easy peasy, um, or at least we avoid the bad stuff, right? And then we'd also like to think that we're number one, but 
In truth, God is number one, and we're here to point to his glory. But God does love us more than we can possibly understand, much like a wise parent. So let's pause for a moment and consider these discussion questions. How do you see God's promises and then our need to act wisely? In other words, his promises, what does he promise us? And then what is it that we need to do? And then, do you think that God is more concerned about our life on earth, this earthly plane, or our eternal life, our our heavenly life, if you will? So let's take a moment and consider those two questions. So, how do we stay healthy? Well, we're going to pray for sure. That's that's up out there number one. And I, I submit to you that we need to be wise and discerning, whether it's around equipment or other hazards like that or waterfalls or cliffs or, you know, think of all the ways. But... Or this pandemic, this pandemic that we're in. You know, and as far as that goes, I think we're all looking forward to this COVID being gone. And like I say, I I just checked the statistics for Eaton County. Our hospitalizations are low, but the infection rate's kind of high. And so for me, that means to not to worry, but yes, do be careful. And one way that we can be careful is to listen to the experts. You know, People are passionate in their opinions about COVID in the, in the vaccine. And I think it's really unfortunate that politics has wrapped itself around what to me is a medical issue and a medical question. You know, and it just makes things 10 times more complicated than they really needed to be. And they were complicated enough in the first place. Like I say, when I don't feel good, I don't go to a politician, I go to a doctor. And when I look for wisdom around the COVID or the vaccine, I want to consider what the healthcare professionals say. And as far as I'm concerned, the politicians don't know any more about infectious disease than I do. And that's not a whole bunch, right? But I do know this, God calls for us to care for our neighbor. And that's why caring for our neighbors is one of our core values at Calamo. And part of that value is then caring for ourselves and for myself. Getting the vaccination just makes good medical sense. So it's being wise about taking care of my body. But I, I, I feel this way. Whatever way you choose to be wise and discerning about taking care of yourself, please take time to study the issues and do take care of yourself. I ask this because I care for you. Just like I don't want to get bad sick, I don't want any of you to get bad sick. Your family and your friends depend on you. God depends on you to be his hands and feet on this earthly plane. So, what happens if we're wise and discerning? We do all the smart things and then bang, it happens. An accident, an injury, a serious illness, now what? God promises to be with us always. We hear it in John 14, starting at verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Now, the Holy Spirit is, in various places, is referred to the Holy Advocate, the Holy Comforter, the Holy Companion. 
It is the literal presence of God that is with us always to, to help us when we're feeling low, to pick us up, to guide us, to give us strength, and to give us that peace that passes all human understanding in our hearts. God promises to give us strength and peace and to be with us always. And we hear this in Paul's letter in Philippians, starting at chapter 4, verse 6. six don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that means pray and ask while thanking god let your requests be known to god and the peace of god which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus god does care for our welfare and promises to be with us always so that we can enjoy that peace that passes all human understanding so with it when we open that door when he knocks he comes in and we feel that peace and now for our closing question and i'm going to tweak it just a little bit how should you stay healthy are you taking care of yourself what should we be doing you know our families depend on us our jobs depend on us god depends on us we do need to take care of ourselves and so let's pause for one final moment and let's reflect on this discussion question, how should you stay healthy? I've shared some thoughts about the importance of caring for ourselves, not to ignore helping others, but as a balanced way of life. What do you think? Are you searching, struggling? Are you willing to build up your spiritual strength to be a beacon of peace and hope for others? I'd like to hear your thoughts. If this is during the premiere time, you can throw a note in the chat box. Otherwise, you can call or text me at 517-588-8415. The email, you can email me. You can, we have a prayer team standing by at prayerteam at calmochurch.org or our connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash calamo. Maybe you'd like to talk about your values, health, and God about furthering your relationship with God. Let's talk. I'd love to explore this topic with you. Maybe you know someone or have a friend that's struggling. We'll share this message with them and suggest that they reach out. I'd love to talk with them. We can explore together how God loves us so much and is just waiting to help us live into a relationship that fills us with peace and hope. How he sustains us in a troubled and broken world and helps us to make a difference around us and now for our prayer challenge. Spend five minutes each day, make it just five minutes, at least five minutes, or squeeze in two minutes. Think about your body being a temple for God and how God does good works through you. And then ask for wisdom to take those steps needed to stay healthy. Ask for strength and guidance and feel God's peace flow into your heart. Talk with God often. And post a reminder, just do it, that you sit down for just whatever time period you can and talk with God. He's waiting. He's, he's on the other line. He's waiting for you now. And I pray that the awesome love of care of God the Father, Jesus our Lord and Savior, and the power of the Holy Spirit help you grow in relationship with Christ Jesus and help you grow in peace and hope and be able to stand up with confidence in a lost and troubled world and develop wisdom and discernment for caring for ourselves. Amen. 
Check us out next week as we continue to explore ways to stay safe and sound when faced with uncertainty and stress. God is great. Amen. And now let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your words of wisdom and hope and peace. And Lord, we pray that, that you give us the strength to turn to you often so we can feel that peace that passes all human understanding in our hearts, that we can feel that confidence that you are with us always. We pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Friends, feel the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit this day. As we are forgiven and adopted as God's holy children, God gives us that everlasting boost that we sometimes need to get back on track, to grow in curiosity and wisdom. Open your heart and feel the warmth and blessings of His love. Amen. Would you like to support God's work at Calamo? If you choose to support our work at Calamo, we thank you, thank you, thank you. You can mail a check to 1475 South Ionia Road, Vermontville, 49096. Or you can always click uh, the PayPal button on our website that's down at the bottom of your screen. Either way you choose to uh, support God's ministries at Calamo Church, we thank you, thank you, thank you. And now, I pray that you have a blessed day and a blessed week. And bye for now.